If you're a coach who's feeling the struggle right now and you just wish things could be easier in your business, stay tuned. I'm going to be talking all about how we can create more ease in our coaching businesses. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Wholehearted Business Show. I'm Laura Agar-Wilson and this is the podcast that's dedicated to helping you start and grow a coaching business you love the wholehearted way. Let's get started. Hi there, welcome to the Wholehearted Business Show. I'm Laura. I help health, life and spiritual coaches get more clients so they can generate more income and live their most aligned life. And today on the show, we're talking all about how can we invite and create more ease in our coaching businesses. Now, I wanted to do this episode of the show because I did an episode a few weeks ago that was all about, it was the honest truth about the tricky phase of your coaching business, where I talked all about some things that you can do to address like that phase of your business where you have got your coaching qualification, you've got your website and stuff set up, and you're at that point where you're trying to build a community and audience and actually get clients. And this part can be really tricky and it can be really hard. And I think I said that multiple times. This is hard. This is hard. And it is. And I think what I felt about that episode, listening back, I don't know. I think I was like, oh, that was that a little bit negative? Where was I at energetically when I recorded that? Because that was a little bit negative, a bit more negative than I usually am. But I think what I wanted to get across, when certainly when I was talking about how this is hard, was that what I wanted to say to you guys was, you are not wrong if you are finding this hard. Because I think sometimes that's the, the impression we can get, is that if we are finding this hard, we are wrong or we are doing it wrong. And I don't necessarily think that that's the truth. So I wanted to talk a bit about the kind of flip side of all of that is how can we create more ease in our businesses? How can we actually shift how we view things? If we are feeling the struggle, if we are feeling the hardness, if it does feel like we're pushing shit up a hill all the time, how can we actually shift things internally and externally so that we can enjoy more ease in our businesses? Because I feel like that was a part of the puzzle that I probably left out with that episode. And I mean, I did talk about in that episode how... I really believe that we can accelerate the process. I talked about how Wholehearted Business, my six-month group program, really helps people in that tricky phase of business. It really helps them shift things and, and actually have a strategy and know what it is that they need to do to get clients and to market themselves, not just in this phase, but for the future as well, to really lay those foundations for their business. But I really wanted to talk about more And you'll say as we go on to this episode, just more, how can we just have more ease and how can we just invite that in? Because sometimes we are masters at making it more difficult for ourselves and and put my hand up, I've absolutely been there multiple times. So how can we make things easier for ourselves and how can we invite more ease in if we are finding things a bit of a struggle? So I think the first thing that we can do is just ask ourselves, like, in what ways am I making this harder than it needs to be? So when you hit upon a place in your business that feels full of struggle and full of sticky energy, Perhaps it's just about asking yourself, okay, am I making this harder than it actually needs to be? Like, how am I overcomplicating this? How am I, how am I making this more difficult? What's going on? Can I simplify things here? There's lots of different things that come into this, but it can be really useful just to look at those particular areas of business and think, yeah, how am I making this more hard? And sometimes it is about, am I trying to show up on too many platforms in my marketing? Am I creating too much content that's just overwhelming? There's lots of different facets to this, depending on the bits that feel hard. But often just that question, I think like, how am I making this harder for myself? Does it have to be this way? Am I doing things in a certain way because I feel like that's how it has to be done when actually the reality is that's not the case? So just asking yourself that question, am I making it harder for myself than it needs to be? 
can be really helpful. And that just, I think, gets you thinking a bit outside the box sometimes is, you know, what can I shift and change here to make this all a little bit easier? Another thing that I think we can ask ourselves if things are feeling a bit difficult is what energy am I inviting into my business, into my space of my business that is helpful or unhelpful? And sometimes this is things about who are we getting our advice from? Who are we following on social media? Like all of that side of things. Am I feeling a massive amount of comparison with the people that I'm following? Whose emails am I getting and just really ask yourself like is that is the energy that is coming from those things is that the energy of ease or is that the energy of struggle now it's a really difficult one because I've talked about how we can sell the pain points and things like that and I think to a certain degree we do if we are selling services and it might be that people are emailing you and selling their services we do need to talk about the problems because I think just ignoring that people have problems and struggles isn't helpful but we need to also talk about the outcomes that we want people to achieve and the aspirations that they might have but it's just interesting I think to look at the energy and the voices that you've got that are contributing to how you might be feeling about things and your viewpoint on things can be really interesting so I think it's just about identifying what you've got going on and really what I'm talking about here is like is the comparison, is the voices that are making you feel not good enough, is the stuff that's just not feeling aligned for you? And I think that's another layer of stuff that we can pull out. And also, are you following anyone or inviting anyone into your energetic space? And I'm talking about whether that's emails or whatever, that are make you feel less than, that make you feel not good enough, or make you feel that you're not doing enough, or that you should be doing something that you're not doing so I think that's a really another interesting part of looking at it is like how are you being influenced or how is your energy being impacted by those people and voices that are external to you that you were inviting into that relationship that you have with your business and then something else that I think is quite interesting is finding the right energetic and I'm talking in a lot of woo terms because for me this is it is quite spiritual in nature it's quite mindset in nature a lot of this I think but this is about how do we find the right kind of energetic alignment with our goals so that they feel expansive but not crushing now I'm going to give my own example from this because I think this is where I've personally found myself before is that I would love to make more money in my business. I think everyone would love to make more money in the business. I think that's just the natural place that we want to expand to. But I've often found this tension between the wanting of more and the lack that creates, the energy of lack I can create, while also being rooted in gratitude for what I've got. And I think that's probably what it is for me, is about finding the right goals that activate the part of myself that feels really expansive and not the lack part of myself that doesn't feel good enough. And sometimes I think when we have goals that are doing that, that are activating the lack in us, that can make things feel like more of a struggle than they actually are. So thinking about the goals that you have for yourself and your business, and it doesn't have to be a money goal, it can be a different goal, but thinking, do these goals activate the energy of expansiveness in me or are they activating the energy of lack? And actually, this has only just occurred to me as I'm actually saying it right now, I think that's a really good way to look at it. And for me personally, I think that's where I need to find the right place for me to situate myself energetically when it comes to my goals. So I have really big money goals, like I want my business to do really well income wise, but there's a certain number money wise that just feels like it activates a lot of lack in me and a lot of 
feelings of not good enough and it just has that crushing energy I don't know if that's the right term but for me it is it just has this crushing energy and actually I want my goals to activate the expansiveness so that's something that you might want to think about for your own goals do you have goals that are making the struggle worse that are making those feelings of of stickiness worse or can you shift those goals a little bit to activate that expansiveness that you want to situate yourself in god I'm really going mood today and I love it just to say (laughs) I absolutely love it this is quite honestly a lot of this is just coming straight out of me today I haven't actually written a lot of notes for this episode of the show so if I'm all over the place bear with me. It was just something that came to me as I was sitting down to record and I thought, actually, I've got a few thoughts on this today. So I've got a couple of notes, but most of this is coming straight from head out of my mouth. So bear with me. Or actually probably somewhere else. I don't think it's my head that's talking today. I think it's somewhere else. And then another thing that's come up for me lately is how do we make peace with our pace? So in terms of the pace of our results, the pace of our progress, the pace of our business journey? How do we make peace with where we are at in terms of, and again, in that episode that I referred to earlier on about the honest truth about that tricky part of business, I talked a little bit in that episode about how things take time and that's normal actually. And that also other coaches who may seem to get results much more quickly, the unicorn coaches, as I called them, may have a completely different set of access to resources, different care and responsibilities, a whole other situation going on. And I think this is the thing about making peace with your pace, because you will have a unique set of circumstances in your life and in your business in terms of your, like all of your access to these things, access to resources, social capital, or your care and responsibilities, your financial resources, all of that kind of stuff that is going to impact your pace. And I think part of what makes it feel like a struggle is thinking that we should be somewhere that we are not yet and feeling that we've done something wrong or that we're not doing the right things because of that. And I feel like when we make peace with our pace, that really helps to, again, neutralise some of that struggle feeling, some of that sticky energy, and actually creates more ease. So another thing to consider is, how can you make peace with your pace and actually just be okay with the pace of growth that you have? Now, it's not to say that you shouldn't want things to happen more quickly, but I feel like there's something there around how we can energetically engage with that on a more easeful basis that is going to not create that kind of struggle feeling. And then something else I feel that is interesting in this whole conversation around ease is our relationship with our businesses and how our businesses can show up for us. Now, for me, this is such an important thing. And I really think that one of my core things around business and around wholeheartedly law as a brand is around how can we have our businesses show up for us and not just in the financial sense but in all the other multi-dimensional ways and something that's been coming through for me recently is this kind of concept of multi-dimensional abundance and that abundance is not just money and obviously money is important and again I was talking about my goals there and stuff like money is important it's important to me it's important for my for me to thrive, my family to thrive, my community to thrive, my business to thrive, like money's amazing. So this is not about a negative money mindset, but I think it's about there's recognizing that there is a multidimensional view of abundance and our businesses can support that and support us in a multitude of ways that is not just financial. In the early days, it might be that 
perhaps part of the struggle is feeling like you're putting a lot of work into your business and not getting anything out. So maybe it's about looking at, okay, so what are the little ways that your business is giving something back to you? Maybe it's providing a creative outlet. And actually that's the way that your business gets to show up for you in the early days. Maybe it's about how it helps you feel that you're making an impact in the world and that you're making a change in the world. Maybe it's that it provides a vehicle for your own personal development and your own personal journey. It's looking at it from all these different angles. And I think, again, that really helps with this whole feeling of struggle and actually brings in a lot of ease because you start to say, okay, so how can my business really be supportive? And actually, sometimes it's just some little tweaks that you can do. And obviously, I'm at the point with my business that my business gives me so much back, not just in terms of the financial abundance that I get from it, but also from the lifestyle that I've been able to create as a result of of developing and growing this business over the last 10 years. I think thinking of it in that way can be really useful when it comes to that ease. And actually, is this something that your business can be doing to create more ease in your life, not just in the business itself? So for example, for me, it's things like, I just work about 20 to 25 hours a week. That is so easeful that just feels so good to me on so many levels. And that really helps focus on that. Sometimes when other areas feel a bit sticky and a bit struggly, it's a word that I've made up, struggly, reminding myself of the, actually the businesses still providing for me and still showing up for me in these other ways can be really helpful. And then next up is how can we simplify things? Sometimes when we feel a lot of struggle and we want to invite that ease in, simplifying stuff and actually stripping stuff right back can be a really positive thing to do. Now, simplification in my business is something that I've always struggled with. And I think a good question to ask yourself if you struggle with simplifying things is what's the fear behind the idea of simplifying? So for me, simplification in my business often looks like closing down programs or retiring programs and stopping doing things basically. And what the kind of a part of my brain says is that oh if you stop doing that that's going to be less money that's going to be less roots for money to find you that's it's all that it's all that kind of fear-based stuff so simplifying and also if you have any resistance to that simplifying to ask yourself what the fear is I think is another good thing that you can do to invite more ease because a lot of us are probably doing more than we actually need to do to get results in our business. And some of those extra things might be there because they are a creative outlet and because they bring you joy. And that's absolutely fine. But there's probably also things that you can simplify. So very recently, I decided to no longer do design and branding kind of work. So I've always, not always, for the last kind of five, six years, I've done brand design and web design for coaches. And I've absolutely loved this work. It's always felt like the most wonderful creative outlet for me. I've got a design art and design background it's always felt really aligned and like another really lovely string to my bow but recently it started to feel although I absolutely adore working with my clients that's always the case I love working with my clients the nature of the work like the tech element of the work and stuff potentially going wrong in the future that I have no control over when I'm originally designing someone's site has become a struggle and heavier and not the energy that I want in my business so making the decision to retire that and at first I was like I'll just retire it for the rest of the year and then I just decided actually no I'm just going to retire it I can bring it back if I want to bring it back but I'm retiring it and that's a has traditionally been quite a large source of income for me actually in my business but I was just like actually no the energy that is bringing in is no longer aligned anymore for me I get creative in other ways I can enjoy that creativity in other ways in fact I'm working on my own rebrand which is so exciting I might talk about that at some point because I am 
so excited about the next iteration of wholeheartedly law that's coming through right now it is really exciting so I'll talk about that at some point but I think inviting that simplicity in and looking at what it is that you're doing it goes back to that first point that I made about how are we making it harder for ourselves than it needs to be how can we take something out of the equation how can we what is it that we're doing that makes it hard where the shoulds where the shoulds coming up for us is really helpful and also I think another part of this perhaps is when we are feeling like there's things that we have to do in business because that's the way that they are done that can create a lot of struggle as well and I think removing that can shift things and generate more ease because ultimately there are so many different ways of building a business these days there's lots of different things that you can be doing and there's enough choice there that you can find something that is going to feel aligned to you and that is going to feel easeful and that's not to say that it's never not going to feel hard and I feel like I would be disingenuous to say that it isn't sometimes hard and honestly I think anyone who says that they don't have difficult spots in business is is full of shit basically because I think it is part of the process of putting yourself out there and doing something like this things are not always going to be perfect things are not always going to go your way all of the time that's life and that's okay but actually there's a whole lot of stuff that we can do to bring that ease in and to focus on that ease and to focus on that energy that feels good and doesn't have that struggle quality to it I feel like there's a lot of things that we can do so I hope that's been helpful like I say I just felt like I wanted to kind of balance that last episode that I did, basically. I don't know. I don't think it was terribly negative, but I just feel like there was something missing from it. And I feel like this is the counterbalance to that. So if you did listen to that one, I really hope that you're listening to this one. If you didn't listen to that one, do go back and listen. I think there's some really good, some of the advice that I was talking about there for that particular phase of business. Things like not procrasty branding or procrasty course creation. Just understanding that it's going to take time and being okay with that. Those kind of things. I wanted people to feel like if you are finding this hard you are not the problem you are not wrong because other people are saying that it shouldn't be hard but like I say hopefully this has given you lots of ideas about how you can bring more ease into the equation and neutralize some of that struggle a little bit as well so I hope that's been helpful as always just to mention as well obviously I did mention in that other episode I've got wholehearted business my six-month group program very specifically designed for you guys who are in that stage of business where you have done your qualification, you have got your website and now you are ready to get clients and to get your marketing sorted or perhaps you've been in that phase for a little while and nothing's really moving for you and maybe you are feeling the struggle and maybe things are feeling hard and that's okay, that's normal but there are ways that you can invite more ease in hopefully this episode's been useful but also wholehearted business what that gives you is it gives you a kind of like a basically like a roadmap a blueprint, if you like, in terms of creating a foundation for your business that is sustainable, that is actually going to get results and that is doable. And it's also got something I'm looking for. It's bespoke to you. Yes, it's a blueprint. So there's a certain route that's laid out, but actually there's lots of different ways that you can engage with that blueprint that is going to make it very individualized to your business. Another thing that Wholehearted Business provides is a lot of support and community. So we've got a bunch of other coaches in there who are amazing, who are all at a similar stage of business, who are all going through this as well. And you've also got me all of the time there to help you to keep you motivated and to cheerlead you and to give you advice and guidance at every step of the way that's what you get in wholehearted business if that's something that you are looking for right now please do check it out I'll put the description below but I hope that's been helpful I hope that has yeah got you thinking about stuff and yeah we can have businesses that feel 
easeful and and hopefully some of these tips are going to help you to create that in your business i will see you next week guys take care bye